Welcome to the world's worst gambler, where when you bet with me, you lose. But when you fade me, you win. I will teach you how to get that money. So let's get it started right now. Welcome to the inaugural episode of The World's Worst Gambler. And uh, how fitting that uh, we're actually starting this uh, podcast in week 13, which many think is a very unlucky week. For me, every week's unlucky. I don't know about you. I don't even know if the cash-out button even exists on these sports books. I've never used it. Every time I think I... I'm going to use it when I go on a win streak. What ends up happening is, uh, I don't know about you, but I end up uh, just betting it all on games and losing. I mean, you know you're a degenerate when uh, when you do that. And also, if, every, if anybody's ever built a 12-leg parlay, bet it, then cashed it out just to bet a 5-leg parlay, that, that's also a degenerate move. Done that many times. But... Uh, So, here's how this is going to work. Every week I'm going to give you my picks. I advise that you stay clear. You know, yeah, I might win some of my picks. But if you fade all of them, I guarantee you'll probably be better than most gamblers. Especially better than me. Because I'm not that good. Um, This week, we got some great games in the NFL. You know, it is week 13. Unlucky week 13. Um, This year, NFL has been crazy. So, anything can happen. And that's what makes the NFL great. Um, My favorite team, if you don't know, is the Chicago Bears season ticket holder. Also, I'm a Raiders season ticket holder. Um, The Raiders doing way better than the Bears this year. But, what you going to do? All right. Thursday night football, we have a good one. Dallas Cowboys at New Orleans Saints. Last week, I bet the Saints. Look at how that turned out. Very great. I mean, the Saints just will let you down. Taysom Hill is going to be starting a quarterback. I hate Taysom Hill. I don't like the the way he plays the game. I feel like he's annoying. Especially for all you uh, Elvin Kamara fantasy owners, this is just terrible. So, this game, I'm going to pick Dallas minus four and a half. And yeah, I'll probably get wamboozled again. But, you know, you got to do it. Dallas minus four and a half is my pick on this game. Now, the over under we have set on this game, I believe it's a big number looking it up right now 47 and a half if I had to say I would say unless you get some defensive scores you're going to be seeing an under in this game but like I said crazier things have happened watch us get like three defensive touchdowns watch the Cowboys look like the Cowboys um and I really do expect the Saints defense to step up because They've been getting torched as of late. Um, So, yeah, I expect Dallas minus 4.5. That's the crazy Greek pick. And 
I'm going to take the under 47 and a half. But remember, fade my picks. Um, the next game we're looking at is one that I think is going to shock the world. And that is the Minnesota Vikings at Detroit Lions. I personally think the Lions not only cover the seven points, but they get their first win. They're at home, divisional matchup. You know, you got injuries to Delvin Cook, Minnesota. You got Kirk Cousins, can't even line up on the center. So this is one of those games where I can see the Lions shocking the world. Now, me saying that, probably they lose by 20, which is fine. But I am picking Detroit plus 7 and the over-under is 46.5. On this one, I think the only way the Lions do pull off my upset is in a low-scoring affair. If it gets to where they have to flex and play offense with the Vikings, Vikings are going to win this game by 10+. plus. But... I do think Detroit's going to win. And uh, 46.5, I will take the under on that game. And if you wanted to get crazy, Detroit plus 245 money line, sprinkle in some stuff there. Um, Do I trust it? Hell no. I don't trust it. I mean, I don't trust any of my picks. I mean, but Detroit, I could see maybe pulling off the upset here. You know, it's about time. The city deserves a win. Doesn't everybody deserve a win? I mean, we all deserve a win. I deserve a win. And so do you. And remember, the cash out button is there. Trust me, I've checked. I've never used it, but it is there. All right, our third game on Sunday is my Chicago Bears versus the Arizona Cardinals. Now... What scares me here is being a Bears fan, my rule is never bet on my team. And that's exactly what I'm going to do this week because I'm a moron. I'm going to take Bears plus 7.5. You know, Kyler Murray's coming back. I anticipate he might be rusty. DeAndre Hopkins probably coming back. Anticipate rust. And you know what? Arizona's a good team. I know they're going to win the game. I'm just saying... The Bears are who we thought they were. And they're going to lose by like a touchdown. And they're going to cover by half a point. That is my prediction. With that being said, Justin Fields might get his ass kicked. Might get sacked 55 times. Bears might lose by 25. But I think the Bears will cover the 7.5. And the over-under on this game is 45.5. This is the first game where I'm going to go over because nobody likes rooting for unders. But the first two games I went under. And the reason nobody likes rooting for unders is who watches football for a game not to have points? That That's just absurd. Unless you're a Bears fan because you root for defense because your defense has been your offense for the last... 20 years because somehow we cannot draft anybody okay different tangent but i am picking the bears plus seven and a half 
Will it shock me if they lose by 20? No. Would it surprise me if there's an under in this game? Yes, that's more shocking to me. I think you're going to see a high-scoring affair in this game. I think the Bears will score, and I predict like 27 to 20. There you go. Hits the over. Hits my bet. We're all happy. Actually, I won't be happy because I'm probably going to lose it. But, you know, the Bears just know how to screw with my head. So, that's my pick on that one. My next game is Tampa Bay versus the Falcons. This spread, to me, is absurd. Ten and a half points for Tampa Bay. And it's very hard for me to watch Tampa Bay play, and they just seem like they're going through the motions. They seem like they don't want to kill all their teams. I mean... If this was the team going out saying, let's put 45 up every week, I would be like, oh, great. You know, this is perfect. Let's take this 10.5. But Atlanta, home dogs. You know, you have Cordero Patterson just magically looks like an MVP. I don't know. I just think Atlanta plays hard. And plus 10.5 is too good for me to pass. I mean... Ten and a half points. This is the NFL. And Tampa has... And don't forget, this is a divisional rivalry. Um, Atlanta will play tough in this game. I anticipate Atlanta to play tough. And I especially think they'll score. So it's it's not a matter of do I think they're going to win the game. I think they're going to score enough to make that ten and a half really hard to cover without Tampa putting up 40 or scoring defensive touchdowns. And, you know, you got an over-under in this game of 50-and-a-half. I'm going to take the over again in this one. I just feel like we are at a stage where these teams are going to score. I know that the Falcons were struggling to score points, but to me this is... Very, 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 very good game for them. You know, Tampa Bay does give up points. The struggle for Atlanta was scoring points. They win like 27 straight drives without a touchdown. But you know what? They got their confidence last week. You know, just play Jacksonville. That's all you have to do. So I'm going to say over and Tampa plus 10 and a half. The next game is the greatest divisional matchup in all sports. I'm joking. This game's a joke. I mean, how can you even be a Houston fan? I I don't even get it. Indianapolis versus Houston. Indy minus 9.5. Now, normally I do not like big spreads. I do not like it. I don't feel comfortable taking it because, you know, teams tend to play down to their competition. But the way Jonathan Taylor is playing... Indianapolis really needs a win. This is a team that, like, is in a playoff hunt. You know, they're playing hard. Carson Wentz doesn't look half bad. You know, I'm taking Indy minus 9.5 in this game. And, yeah, it's scary laying 9.5 points, but I love Indy in this game. Now, over under 46. 
Problem is, Indy's going to score. But it's Houston. And it's just such a weird number where it makes you want to take the over, but you want to take the under, but you want to take the over, but you want to take the under. And that's where you are, where we are as a gamblers, where you want to take both sides. So do you know what I do in this situation? I always take the over. Always take the over when in doubt because it's better to cheer for points than to be sitting there cheering for defense. I don't know about you, but that's just how I feel about the situation. So we got Indy minus 9.5 in this game, and we are going to take the over 46. Now the next game has, I forget what team I play on, um, as quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I forgot his damn name. It doesn't even matter. I forgot his name. Forgot his name because he is that bad. All he does is rush the ball. He doesn't know what team he plays for. He throws interceptions all the time for the Eagles. Versus who the hell is the Jets quarterback? Michael Carter's out. You know, the Jets are just the Jets. And you got Philly minus six and a half. Who makes these spreads? Philly's not even good enough to be better, six and a half points better than anybody. I don't care who you are. And the Jets have played spoiler twice this year to me. That's why I'm out of Survivor Pool, because the Jets screwed me twice. So I am taking the Jets plus six and a half at home. Give me their quarterback, who I don't know his name. Give me whatever t- pathetic team they put on the field, because I don't trust the Eagles especially on the road, and I don't trust the Jets either. God, I hate this game. It's going to be terrible to watch. Um, 45.5 is the over-under, and and once again, I hate this. I'm probably going to go under. I hate betting unders, but if you ask me right now, what would I take? It's definitely the under. Because I don't trust either of these teams. You know, I see a... 21-17 game. Yeah, 21-17. Maybe Philly wins, but Philly covers. You know, and let's let's get to a game where actually football matters, you know? Joe Burrow looks like a stud versus the Chargers. Minus 3, they're at home. The Chargers have have looked kind of up and down as of late. You know, but I do trust the Chargers to bounce back. But I also trust Joe Burrow. This is one of those games where, you know, you just root for lots of points and you root for a winner at the end. So, who am I going to take in this one? This one's a tough one. This one normally I'd say, you know, normally they say you get three points at home. So the fact that since he's minus three means you got basically a pick em. You know what? Who needs this game more? I think the Chargers do. I'm going to take the Chargers plus three. Herbert is going to play amazing. And I feel like the Chargers will cover this. It's going to be one of those close games. If it goes to overtime, I'll be scared. 
because I can only push. But one thing for sure, on this game, the 50 and a half over under, I'm hammering that over. I trust that over the most out of all of them, which probably means it's going to be a low-scoring affair. But I'm hammering the over in this game. All right, and our last noon game before we get to our second half of the show with the 3 o'clocks, the Sunday night football game and the Monday night game, is one of the worst matchups ever. Like, it just screams boring. New York Giants at Miami Dolphins. When you have a matchup this bad, you go look for trends. Miami, playing great. Giants, bleh, bleh, bleh. All right, Miami minus three. Stamp it. Mark it. Lock of the day. This is my lock of the week. The game might suck, but the result speaks for itself. And I'm taking Miami as my lock minus three. My play of the week. Miami minus three. The over under 41 and a half. You know what? Let's just... Why don't we do it? Double lock. We're going Miami minus three and the over 41 and a half. You can might as well just cash it right now. We're, we're, the cash out button works. So we know we're cashing this one and we are going to press that cash out button. I promise. I will press the cash out button at one point this season. Or I'll do a five way parlay trying to turn my money into bigger money. And instead, turning it into a big fat zero. But that's besides the point. You do you. Press the cash out button, please. It's a great button. They pay you out relatively quick from what I hear. Um, We're going to take a little break. And after this break, we will be talking about the 3 o'clock games. And there's some good ones. Sunday Night Football, great game. And Monday Night Football, probably the game of the week. So stay tuned. And keep listening. All right, we're back. And who's ready for some 3 o'clock games? These are my favorite games because the Bears are out of the way. I can focus now. I can, can refresh. I can bet all my winnings that I won at noon on the 325 game and lose my money. Yeah. That's me every week. Um, The first game we're going to discuss is my Raiders, baby. Just win, baby. And I can't help but love, 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 love. I can't say it enough. I love the Raiders here. Minus two and a half at home. Can can we say book it? Can we just cash it? Cash it right now? I'm cashing it. You know, yeah, Washington is playing better. Yeah, they've beat some good quarterbacks. But at home, I don't see the Raiders just laying an egg. You know, they they got a second chance at life. Last week was almost like the perfect week for them. Everything is good right now in Raiders land. Until it isn't. Because that's how we roll, you know? Um, So I'm going to take the Raiders. I... Deshaun Jackson looks like Deshaun Jackson, and they're actually using him. So, I mean, good things are happening in Raiders land. Um, 
As for the over-under on this game, 49.5, that's a big number, and I just don't I, I just don't trust that Washington can keep up. This is going to be one of those defensive struggles. Do I see the Raiders winning? Yes. I think it's going to be a game-winning field goal. It doesn't matter how you win, baby. Just win, baby. Pay me my money. And that's what's going to happen this game. I'm going to win. And if you bet with me, you might win. But if you bet against me, you got greater odds. Uh, it's, it's, you know, how, like, it's like we're playing a poker hand. And if you bet with me, your odds of winning are like 35%. And your odds of betting, fading me, your odds of winning go up to 65%. It's the same when I play cards, you know? But trust me, the under in this game and the Raiders, minus two and a half. And, you know, the next game we're going to talk about is the Ravens at Steelers. And let me tell you, this game really gets me excited. I really hope the Steelers, well, I bet the Steelers last week, look at how that turned out. I thought they would um, have a better showing against a divisional opponent last week, and they just laid an egg. Now, this week, I kind of anticipate the same. I'm going to take Ravens minus 3.5, and and I know the Ravens are one of those weird teams that just play down to their competition. They win in ugly ways, but I just think we get an easy one here, 3.5. I just feel like Big Ben's checked out. And we have over under 44 points. Now, normally, in this type of situation where you have these two teams playing each other, you think defense, defense, defense. But I somehow think we're going to see a lot of offense, but I particularly think we're going to see a lot of it from Baltimore's side. I think you see like a 30-17 to score, and, you know, I like the over. I don't know about you, but I like the over, and I like Baltimore to win by more than 3.5 points. Now, the next game features two teams. One sucks in Jacksonville, and the other one has not looked the same. You know, ever since Robert Woods went down with an injury... You got the savior, Odell Beckham. But it shows he's not the same player. And don't say he doesn't know the playbook. Run a route, catch the ball. You know? I just don't think the Rams are playing at the same level they've been playing. But that being said, getting 13 points. Man, that's a lot of points. Jacksonville's look terrible. But I just can't bet minus 13. But Jacksonville's look terrible. Man, this one's a tough one. I'm leaning. You know what? No. I'm confident. Jacksonville. Plus 13. Book it. You know, yeah. The, how many? They, they might backdoor cover. You know? Yeah, backdoor cover. There's always the backdoor cover. We love backdoor covers. And the over-under 48. 
I don't think there's a chance in hell if they hit the over that Jacksonville covers. But I've been wrong many times before. I would presume that we see an under in this game. But I could be very wrong. I could be dead wrong. But I'm going to say under. Because I picked Jacksonville plus 13. And I think the only way they cover is to have an under. And, and I just don't see the Rams' offense as explosive. Especially now with Henderson being injured. Can Odell step it up? And, you know, we got Stafford a little banged up as well. Yeah. Jacksonville plus 13. And the under 48. I'm, I'm, I'm going to book that. The next game is one where you have a team that just does not look like their old selves. Seattle. I don't know what has happened. They have absolutely no run game to speak of. They pass the ball too much. Russ is just getting destroyed. He can't run around for five seconds to make plays constantly. Teams are not stacking the box because they don't need to to stop this run. They're playing back. They're covering the receivers. I mean, there's no way DK Metcalf should not have a catch until four minutes to go in a game. That's just absurd. I mean, and San Francisco looks amazing. They're running the ball. They're playing defense. They're even passing the ball. Debo Samuel might be out this game, but I still I don't think it matters. To me, San Francisco minus 3.5 versus a division opponent, that's scary, but Seattle just hasn't looked good. So I always go with the team that's playing hot, and then I get burnt all the time because the team that's not playing good always manages to screw it up, which I don't know how the NFL is always like this. So San Francisco's my pick, minus 3.5, but watch Seattle play great and, and lose by like two points because it's just crazy. They're all against me. Now in this game, 45.5 over under. I am leaning towards the under, but... That's not fun. And San Francisco has been scoring. You know, divisional match. Russ, I think, will score. You know, I think in the end, San Francisco pulls it out by a touchdown. Um, Yeah, I'm going to take the over 45.5 in this game. I just do not trust the under in this one. I don't trust it. Like, I'd be sad if I bet the under and then the over hit. So, you know, just bet the over and then be sad when the, the under hits. You know, that's just what I do um the next game features two teams that are kind of like you don't know what you're gonna get and this is the Sunday night football matchup like Denver is maybe the most confusing team in the league are they good are they decent are they great are they terrible I don't know some weeks they look terrible they can't beat anybody. Then other weeks, they look great. And it all comes down to defensively. Last week, they got a bunch of picks. They put their quarterback in a good spot. Javante Williams and uh, Melvin Gordon ran the ball well. And I think that's the key to success. But on the other hand, playing the Chiefs at home, the Chiefs have figured out, stop forcing the ball downfield, take the underneath routes, run the damn ball. And look what happens. You control the clock, you keep your defense off the field, and you score. I mean, it wasn't rocket science. This whole season, 
watching the Chiefs has been so frustrating because if you watch underneath guys, they're wide open. And Mahomes has been just forcing balls deep and giving himself in third and longs where they can pin their ears back and come after him. And I think they've adapted. And started with that game versus the Raiders, I hate to say it, but they've been looking great. This is one where normally I would never take this, and the Chiefs have burned me so many times this year. But why not? In the spirit of getting burnt again, I anticipate we're going to see bad Denver this week. And so I'm going to take Chiefs minus 10. I feel like they're going to score. They're going to put their will towards their opponent. And I just feel like they have found themselves. Now, could they unfind themselves just to screw me? Yeah, of course. They're probably going to. But I feel like they found themselves. And the over-under being 47.5, to me, this seems low. I think like a number at around 50-51 would be more proper. I think the Chiefs are going to score. I think Denver's going to have to throw the ball in the second half, you know, score some garbage time touchdowns. I anticipate an over 47.5 in this. Now, with that being said, we might not get an over, you know. We might get an under. We might split this one, but I do like the Chiefs. <coughs> Sorry for that. <coughs> so we're going to take Chiefs minus 10 and the over 47 and a half. Now, probably the best matchup in the game of the week. The team that is playing the best football right now in the whole league. And I hate it. Because you get rid of Tom Brady... You have one bad season. You get a quarterback. Oh, somehow he's magic. But is it really the quarterback? Or is it their coach? Is it their scheme? They have like the best coaching. They have great defense. They just have guys who know how to play football. And New England, hottest team in the league. But they're going to where the crazies reside in Buffalo. And let me tell you, it was Buffalo... Bills fans, they're nuts. I know one. He's not nuts. He won't leave his house. But. But. This is a matchup that the Bills need. They need to shut up New England. If they lose this one, they just gave New England control again and let them control the division for the next 10 years. So I anticipate Buffalo is going to come out strong for this game. Buffalo minus three is my pick. And yeah, I'm going to get burnt on this one. Because I know Buffalo is a joke. They are one of those poser teams that like people think are good, but they're not good. And you know, yeah, they're probably gonna I'm probably gonna get burnt. But if there's a game Buffalo needs, this is a big game for Buffalo. This is a game New England can lose and play close and feel good about themselves. Because They've already dominated Buffalo in the past, and now they're up and coming, so people can feel good still about them. But Buffalo really needs this one. Now, when I was thinking about this game, I thought we were going to see a defensive struggle, and that's what I predicted. And then I was thinking about it more. And I'm like, usually when you think something's going to happen, especially me, the opposite happens. So 43.5. To me, this seems too low. To not take the over. I mean, 
you just gotta hammer this over. So, I I anticipate scoring. I anticipate Buffalo coming out. This game means too much to them, and so I anticipate Buffalo minus three and the over forty three and a half. Am I gonna be right? Probably not. But it doesn't hurt to be wrong. Unless you got money on the line. Then it's very sad. But you know what? I just want all you to know that the cash out button is there. And when you do win, be responsible and cash out. And remember, don't blame me if you lose. Don't blame me if you win. Actually, give me the credit if you win. Unless you faded me. But then that would be credit because I told you to fade me. But anyways, gamble responsibly. Only gamble what you can afford to lose. And remember, have fun. Because when money's on the line, it's always fun, baby. So in conclusion, week 13 is going to be a great one. Remember, always gamble responsibly, win money, cash out. I promise you the cash out button's there. And until next Wednesday, um, you can catch me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever your podcasts are. Please leave a five-star review. It really helps. Um, check me out on Twitter. Um, it is World's Worst Gambler. And... Uh, I appreciate all your support, and thanks for listening. Good night, goodbye, and here's to a winning week. Thank you so much.